everybody. This is Nicole Greer, the Vibrant Coach, and I am so excited that March is here. The month of March is a cue for us that spring is right here. It is around the corner. All we have to do is get prepared and we can have some serious growth. You know, we can take a cue from the season if we choose, and that's just it. We've got to choose to take the cue. And here's the thing about cues. They are little prompts, right, for our thinking. You put cues in your world all the time. When you put a calendar invite out to your friends and put it on your calendar, you're cueing people to say, hey, don't forget, think about the fact that we have a meeting coming up. Sometimes you'll write a sticky note and put it on your desk. That's a cue. And isn't it so cool that the creator of all things put this cue in our lives at least once a year, a reminder that, hey, it's time for growth. Spring has sprung. It is time to put down roots and, you know, flourish. So I'm real excited about the spring. First of all, I get to get back outside, get out there hiking, and uh, perhaps, um, you know, get a little vitamin D, right, Uh, get some sun exposure. So that'll be good, of course, wearing my sunscreen. But we want to get out there and we want to experience some growth. So we want to take some cues from spring to prompt our thinking And in this episode of the Vibrant Coach Podcast, your cue, your first cue for the month of March is to shift your mindset. And if we can do this, we can have some major growth. So here's the first thing. I want you to think about this. Whatever you think produces a feeling, and this feeling or emotion produces a physical, spiritual, and a chemical reaction inside you that puts you in action. Now, the moment you have a thought or a cue from your brain, you're going to choose to act. Now, don't miss this. You may choose to act by actually getting up, taking motion, taking action, doing something, marking something off your list, getting something started, being an entrepreneur. Or, don't miss this, don't miss this, you could choose not to act, which is still a choice, which is still an action. So this choice is determined by whether or not we have a fixed mindset or if we have a growth mindset. So let me t- you might want to write that down. It is determined by whether or not you have a fixed mindset or a growth mindset. Now, I'm going to talk today about a wonderful book that you need to put on your permanent you know, company reading list. Uh, do it personally as well. But it is a book by a woman named Carol Dweck, and it is called Mindset. So go on to Amazon and buy yourself one of those. So I'm going to explain and explore this life-changing idea of having the growth mindset. You need this information. You need to understand how people think and how they have such rigid mental models, ones that serve them and ones that slay them. Now, the other thing is is you need to learn this for yourself, and what I have found is when I'm teaching this to an individual, they're like, oh, my gosh, you know, Bob on my team or my husband or whoever really could use this information. Well, that is not just your opportunity to be sassy right there. No, no. It is your opportunity to go, you know what, I need to be a coach. I need to be a teacher. I need to share this information with my team. So you need this information. Your team needs this information. Hello, the community that you live in, the people on your street. What if the whole world had a growth mindset and they thought, you know what, things are possible and I could take some action to make them probable. Wouldn't that be like an amazing, beautiful world? 
Yes, I know. And so, hello, the world needs this information. So it will make you grow. It will make your team grow. It will make your organization grow. And, heck, you might even impact the world. So let's put down some serious roots in the month of March, and let's talk about mindset, mental models, uh, mojo, and motivation. You know, So that's what my plan is for March, is I'm going to get you guys going in the right direction and get your head in the game. So it's it's really exciting. So let's talk a little bit about these mindsets, the fixed mindset and the one that we really want to move to, which is the growth mindset. mindset. So here's the thing. Um, let's go through kind of like what a fixed mindset is first. So get your pen and paper out, and let's get this written down. When somebody has a fixed mindset, their intelligence is static, meaning that they – are not looking for sources of new information. They are not looking for opportunity. They are simply stuck in the space that they're in, and they're going through the motions. You know, it's kind of like heave-ho, heave-ho, you know, off to work we go. You know, it's just this constant uh, rut that they're operating in. And they have this uh, mindset that says things are not going to change. But the reality is people need to understand that if things are going to change, it is up to them. So the first part we need to talk about in a fixed mindset is the idea of challenges. So if you are a person who is stuck in a fixed mindset, oftentimes you will have a challenge come your way and we just simply avoid it, right? So this challenge comes up and you're like, just forget it. I'm not going to do that. That's too hard. And if you've heard me speak on the blog talk radio before, you know that I am like a big proponent of losing the word hard in your vocabulary. I mean, we have an epidemic of hard out there. Every time I talk to somebody about something, you know, I suggest they take on a challenge they're like oh my gosh that's going to be so hard so notice right there that that is a really poor mental model right out of the gate you know i mean like you haven't even taken two seconds to really think about what it's going to take to get this done why don't you stop thinking how hard it is and think about what's possible right because uh, hello you are full of potential you are not done yet there are things you can learn and things that you can move forward in so the very first thing we need to look at with a fixed mindset is this person is going to avoid challenges. So I want you to think about yourself for a moment. Where have you been presented a challenge and you didn't take it on? You just said, no, I'm not doing that. Okay? Uh, that is a place for you to really stop and notice what was going on inside of me that made me said, no, I'm not going to take that on, okay? So it's probably something emotional, physical, or spiritual. I'm too tired to do it. I don't know how to do it, or I am scared, right? Because, you know, here's the thing about your spiritual energy. Um, you either feel like you're empowered and you can do things, or you are scared of things. <laughs> so something is going on right there. Now, the second part of a fixed mindset is obstacles, right? So it may be that you take on this activity or this uh, action that is in front of you, but then an obstacle pops up and you quit. You just say, forget it, I quit. And you don't want to move forward. You don't want to go through the learning curve. I mean, like you are done. You don't want to do anymore. The third part of a fixed mindset is how they look at effort. And so once this obstacle pops up uh, and they look at it and they say, oh, forget it, um, they think in their mind that, hey, the effort to do more is just 
not worth it. And they see effort as something that, you know, they really, really need to protect. You know, like, I I shouldn't have to do this. I shouldn't have to give more. And doing that, having that kind of mental model is really fruitless, meaning that you will never put down roots. You will never uh, have something spring up and, you know, provide branches and shelter for people and fruit and things for people to eat. Do you know what I mean? Like this whole... Uh, metaphor for spring is so relevant because you're never going to produce anything that is going to feed the world or help others if you look at effort and growth as fruitless or, or, or worse, unnecessary. Then finally, the last part of the fixed mindset is this idea of criticism. So, you know, people who have a fixed mindset ignore useful negative feedback. So they look at the world and the world, um, you know, critiques them, right? I mean, like, gosh, with social media and the uh, broad base of people that we interact with now, you are bound to get some positive impact uh, feedback and also some negative feedback as you go along. And oftentimes we just ignore this negative feedback. We don't look at it and say, hey, um, maybe there's something I could learn here, a place where I could grow, a little growing edge, a learning curve that I could go through. Uh, But instead we just say, he doesn't know what he's talking about or she doesn't understand what I'm going through. And that is not the right mindset. We want to be able to take a look at criticism and feedback and be able to absorb it speak to it, and at sometimes you'll get negative feedback and you need to say, no, you're wrong, but stop and think about it because one of two things is going to happen. If the person who's giving you ne- negative feedback uh, is incorrect, you can explain your position and you can help them grow. They may be negative, granted, but you could say, but you don't understand what I'm trying to do here, so let me explain. And that edifies your position, shores them up, makes them grow. Now, it could be the opposite, where you get negative feedback, and by golly, you've got work to do. So either way, that criticism is so, so helpful if we can learn to listen to it. And then we've got success of others. Somebody with a fixed mindset, uh, they operate in a world where they look around at the success of other people, and they see that as a serious, serious threat and they do not want to be around successful people, and they want to be in a group of people who are miserable (laughs) and who are not experiencing growth because that's safe, right? If the people around me don't challenge me, then, then I'm good because I can just stay just the way I am. And so, you know, the old adage, you've heard this before, you are the sum product of the five people that you hang out with. You should listen to my friend, Daryl Bellamy. Uh, in fact, go over to his website. Um, he's Bellamy Inspires, Daryl Bellamy. And he talks about all the time, you know, I will meet you at the top. He has a great, great uh, set of programs where he talks to people, young people in colleges. He loves to work with freshmen in college you got to check him out if you've got a freshman in college or you work for a university. He's your guy. But he talks all the time about uh, coaching the kids that he's working with to say, hey, you know, with this first year at university, the people you posse up with is going to determine the trajectory of where you end up in four years or, hello, longer than four years if you don't get with the right people. Hello? So it's really, really important to understand what a fixed mindset looks like. Now, just stop. Okay, we have talked about the fact that 
somebody with a fixed mindset, avoids challenges, uh, sees obstacles as a, as a really good excuse to give up easily. They see effort as fruitless or worse. Um, they do not like criticism, and they are totally threatened by people who are successful around them and take the opportunity to distance themselves and perhaps even speak negatively about people who are successful. You know, we've all, you know, kind of like stepped back. Like if you think about like Steve Jobs, you know, the guy was seriously successful and you know, apparently he had some interesting quirks in his personality, but hello, don't we all uh, have little moments of non-genius, even if we're geniuses. And, you know, people want to uh, show disdain for people who are popular or successful or seriously talented. And it, it's that thing right there, that really ugly little, almost like a jealousy thing of the success of others that can really, really put us into a fixed mindset. You know, like, I don't want to be like them. I don't want to be famous. I don't want to be that popular. I don't want to be that talented. That's a lot of work. You know, that is just silliness. So what we need to do is we need to put into our minds this thing of a growth mindset. This growth mindset is this mental model, this using of my brain that says I can learn stuff and that intelligence can be developed. And, you know, I don't know who you hang out with, but I work with a lot of people that are my age. Now, I am going to turn 50 this year, and consistently I am hanging out with people my age, and they are talking about how old they are. And this drives me absolutely insane. I mean, I have got more brain power than I've ever had before because – Early on, right, in my 20s, you know, I was worried about finding, you know, somebody to create a life with. In my 30s and 40s, I was worried about whether or not the baby's diaper was dry. You know, now I finally got a little bandwidth to work on my brain. And so, you know, here's the thing. I am not old. I am just getting started. And, you know, the average age of a woman these days is, you know, in the upper 70s. And here's the thing, if that's true, I've got like 20-some years, 25-plus years to grow and increase my intelligence and bring my skill set up. And so that is really a huge responsibility. While I've got the time, I still have the energy, and I've got people who will, you know, actually listen to what I have to say. You know, one thing about getting older, not old, but uh, maturing, is that, you, you know, people start to respect you when you get a few wrinkles, right? So it's time to really, really get this growth mindset in place. So growth mindset leads to a desire to learn, and therefore you have different tendencies. So last week I talked about teamwork and my acronym LOVE, and the L in LOVE was learning. And so you have to love on your team and insist that they all be lifelong learners. And so since we talked about this now, if you want to introduce the idea of learning to your team, you can now use this growth mindset as something you can, what I like to call, put in the middle of a team meeting or a um, uh, memo that you're going to send, hey, I'm attaching this growth mindset document, hey, and you probably need one of those, right? So here's what you do. Email me at Nicole at the Vibrant Coach, and I will send you the growth mindset uh, document, and then you're going to go buy books for your whole team called Mindset, right? Hello. And uh, you are going to start loving on your team immediately and uh, using the L, okay? So le- uh, the growth mindset leads to a desire to learn and therefore a tendency to embrace challenges. 
So whereas the the fixed mindset avoids challenges, like, heck no, I'm not doing that, the growth mindset is this mindset that says, ooh, goody, a challenge, an opportunity for me to grow and shift myself and change, and this is a very beautiful thing. Now, the second part, it was obstacles, correct? And so as we're moving through the growth mindset, we uh, embrace challenges, and when these obstacles pop up, we are energized instead of demotivated. Right? We say, okay, hmm, we have hit an obstacle. And so now it is an opportunity for me to take my intelligence, my talents, and my gifts and to really apply myself. Perhaps go out into my uh, organization, into my team, and find out who might know how to do this. Because what I know is on the other side of this obstacle is growth. That now that I learned to overcome this obstacle is no longer a problem. So just think about something in your life that you did not have the answer to. You went out and found the answer, and you're like, of course, that is how you do it. That is how things get done. And boom, this obstacle is now eradicated from your life permanently, right? You know, it's just that you didn't know how. It's kind of like, just think about using your computer. How many of you have been taught one little tip, one little click, one little thing to go to, one little keyboard stroke, and boom, it, it the thing works. And you're like, oh, my gosh, that's huge. I overcame that obstacle with a click and a stroke. And that is how it is in life, too. You just overcome things with a click and a stroke. All right, so we persist in the face of setbacks. Now, somebody who has a growth mindset sees that effort is the path to mastery. Oh, my God, I love that. So here's the thing. The world is getting very, very small, meaning that, uh, you know, let me just tell you something. This week I coached somebody who is from Saudi Arabia. You know, seven years ago, if you told me uh, you will meet up with a wonderful gentleman who does organizational development just like you, Nicole, and you will meet him and you will coach him three days in the month of March in 2016, and he will be from halfway around the world, I would have told you you were crazy, I mean, I never saw it coming. But the thing is, is that, you know, I have worked so diligently at learning things and networking, especially through things like LinkedIn, which is where this gentleman found me, that, you know, now I feel like I have some mastery. Like, I'm really getting this thing going. (laughs) So it's really, really important that you see that the persistence to learn things like networking or leadership or management or um, how people think, the the way they tick, and, you know, all of that stuff leads to mastery within an organization. So because the world is getting smaller, you're going to have to become an expert in something. And the world is becoming more complicated because we have more data than ever before. So you could pick a very specialized area or thing to study in the world that has its own set of data and be able to look at that data, interpret it for the world because we cannot be an expert in everything. We're going to have to to depend on each other. You know, collaboration and trust and all of those things are really the, 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 the methodologies that are going to get us moving forward into the, this next millennium. So we have got to see effort as a path to mastery. And you need to pick an area that you want to be an expert in. And that is by, you know, like looking at your unique abilities 
and saying, you know, I love doing this. I love this little area uh, of business or this little area of working in nonprofits or working with children or whatever it is, and then really, really lean in and become uh, a master of it and get on that path of mastery. Learn all you can about that thing. All right, then finally, criticism uh, and success of others with regard to the growth mindset. So in the growth mindset, if you get criticized, uh, you try to learn from it, okay? So number one thing is is you got to ask a good question, right? <laughs> you got to ask a good question. Now, I have done, um, you know, blog talks, and uh, I can come to your organization and teach people to ask a powerful question. You might think that's ridiculous, but I'm telling you, it is a science and an art, to uh, ask a very, very, very good question. And here's what you do. When somebody gives you feedback that is a criticism or constructive, uh, what your job is is to try to understand what exactly are they talking about, what prompted them to bring it up, and what ideas they have to make you better or to grow, right? So it's always about the growth. The criticism, that the minute the criticism comes, you're like, oh, that's an area for me to grow. Gosh, I'm so thankful somebody is planting a seed so I can water it, I can crack it open, and I can see what can grow, all right? Now, the final thing is success of others, and the success of others is um, something that can inspire you. Now, on the on the fixed mindset side, remember that it was something that, you know, threatened us, made us feel bad about ourselves, and made us feel, you know, insufficient, However, if you hang around with people who are doing the very thing that you want to do, uh, you can be so inspired. You know, one one of the guys on planet Earth that blows my mind is John Maxwell. Okay, so you've probably heard of John Maxwell. He he has written umpteen books about leadership. And the gentleman used to be a pastor. He's still a God guy and everything. But he used to be a pastor of a church, and he started writing these books. And the reality is is that, you know, he figured out, I can touch and impact so many other people with my success if I become like a speaker and an author and, you know, pro- proliferate my message uh, basically across planet Earth uh, if I do that. You know, just the other night, I was um, down coaching a client down in Charlotte, and uh, I was in the lobby, and another coach was in the lobby, and uh, he said, hey, Nicole, and we, we talked for a minute and everything, and uh, he's like, oh, I'm going, you know, I'm going to be leading this John Maxwell seminar tomorrow, and I'm like, wow, that is that is killer. So, you know, the thing is, is, is that this other coach is taking the genius of John Maxwell and putting it out to the world. So just look at what John has done. He He's taken his success, but boom, now this other coach, he is you know, going to make money tomorrow. He's going to put John Maxwell's genius in other people's hands, and it's just going to get passed on and on and on. So when somebody has success, it usually breeds, right? Like so if you have a seed, you plant it, you grow something, it goes back to seed, right? And then the seeds are scattered and there's more growth and more growth and more growth. And that is the kind of stuff planet Earth needs, right? So like the whole environmental thing, right? So there's the business environment, the nonprofit environment, there's the actual environment environment. If we can put down some roots, grow, 
put out seed, we're going to create more growth in the world. And that is why it is imperative that you have a growth mindset. So the growth mindset person finds lessons and inspiration in the success of others. And as a result, they reach ever higher levels of achievement. And all this gives them a greater sense of free will. Okay? That's absolutely huge. How many of you want to be free? (laughs) How many of you want freedom? You know, like when you ask people about their core values, freedom is right up there at the tippy top. Okay? Everybody wants to do their own thing. Now, you can do your own thing, all right, and uh, stay home, watch television, you know, do your normal routine, or you can have free will and you can create something. You can explore something. You can pioneer something. You can go somewhere nobody's ever gone before. You can take a set of skills, a set of principles, and you can enlighten the world with them. And really that is the invitation here is that, you know, you would have this growth mindset and that you would really, really take it on uh, for the spring, right? So we are here right at the beginning of March, and I I just implore you uh, to do that. Now, I talked earlier about the fact that, you know, when you choose things, you are actually – um, we, you know, it's a it's a chemical process. It's an emotional process, right? So if I think something, uh, I immediately have a feeling, and when I have these feelings, uh, all sorts of you know chemicals and things start flowing through my body. Now I have a reading that I have taken, and I've adapted it a little bit for different audiences, um, but it's by this gentleman named Timothy uh, Cook. And he uh, wrote for Contemplative Outreach, and Ann Surrett, one of my mentors who is amazing, uh, has handed this out and handed this out at her retreats for years, and it is, it is just the best thing. So this is where I'm going to kind of leave you today is with this reading, but it, it, but it comes from Timothy, and it's called The 24-Hour Pharmacy. And so this, this growth mindset is kind of, you know, the same thing as your brain is a 24-hour pharmacy. You can either put good chemicals in your body or negative. So listen to this. Over 800 years ago, St. Thomas Aquinas observed that you cannot have a feeling without a corresponding change in your body. Do you know that you have a 24-hour pharmacy open seven days a week inside your body? And this is how it works. As you think, your thoughts are transformed into molecules called neuropeptides. Of course, as you will see, this is not the usual kind of transformation that we are looking for. Do you know that those interior conversations you have with yourself that never shut up? Well, you may be shocked to learn this, but somebody has been eavesdropping on your private and most intimate conversations, or hello, uh, your mindset. It is your body that is eavesdropping. Not only has it been eavesdropping on your body, Uh, but it has been participating in this conversation along with you. Your interior conversation, kind and gentle as it may be, has been transcribed as faithfully as a medieval monk by your hypothalamus gland into a chemical manuscript. It is estimated that the average human thinks about 15,969 thoughts per day, which is not bad, except about 90% of the thoughts you had today are the same ones you had yesterday and the day before. If you are 50 years old, hello, there is a very good chance that your inner conversation is that of a two-year-old toddler. Besides endless repetition, what is the content of your inner tete-a-tete that 
let's take a peek inside your brain and see. So now we're going to look at mental models and mindset, growth mindset versus uh, fixed mindset. Let's say today you didn't get something you wanted, and that must occur at least 100 times a day, provided, of course, you are not totally brain dead. Starting this morning, let's say your beautiful soft-boiled egg turned rubbery and you could not open your email attachments and you had to park at the Walmart in order to walk to Sears. Your cat left a 1,000 fresh footprints all over your freshly washed car and your daughter has still still not returned your urgent phone call. Your kids... Uh, are you think your your mother called and said your kids are going to go to hell via the state penitentiary and if freshness is not to your liking relax you can always warm up some old leftover wounds for your mental dining pleasure as your body listens to your reactions to these precious little events your local 24-hour pharmacy your body is busy mass-producing neuropeptides in the flavor of your frustration, insult, lust, fear, anger, rejection, the emotions that put you in motion. In seconds, these flavors of negativity saturate each of your body's tiny receptors. In other words, you begin to marinate in your own stuff. And so that is the deal. You know, when you listen to Timothy Cook write about this, he's telling you that every time you have a thought... Uh, if it is fixed, you're basically marinating yourself in this continuous process of it's not possible, I don't care what anybody thinks, I don't want to grow, I am happy right where I am, I don't want to do anything more. And the flip side is, is if you think a positive thought, you embrace change, you accept criticism, you look at effort as mastery, all of those things, you are going to marinate in some very good stuff. And it's going to be the fertilizer that helps you grow. So that is the message from the Vibrant Coach today. The message is have a growth mindset. Uh, email me. Will you please email me, Nicole, at the Vibrant Coach, and ask for the document about the growth mindset. I'll be glad to send that over to you. And, hey, don't forget, March 18th, go to the Coaching website, click on Shine Retreat, and sign up. This is going to be the retreat that gets you into a growth mindset. We are going to help you figure out what do I really want, where am I right now, and what are my next right steps. We'll talk about effort, obstacles, criticism, and self-mastery. We'll do habit work, integrity work, figure out the next right steps, and talk about your energy on six levels. So you don't want to miss that. You get an entire day of coaching uh, for the price of one hour with me, and that is a bargain. So come be with some like-minded people. The entire team of Vibrant Coaches will be there. My mentor, Ann Sturette, will be there. We'll be up at her farmhouse in Statesville, North Carolina, and I am all excited about meeting you. So reach out on Vibrant Coaching uh, or email me, and listen, have a vibrant day.